0: This is Optimal Finance Daily, Episode 1321, Why Renting Will Make You Rich, by Firecracker of Millennial-Revolution.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is a show where I narrate posts from thought leaders in personal finance every day in less than 10 minutes. And for more blogs being narrated for you daily, search for Optimal Living Daily in the podcast app of your choice and hit subscribe. On today's show, we're going to hear a compelling argument for renting. Housing is the number one expense for most of us, and people seem to have pretty strong opinions on the rent versus buy debate. So let's get right to it and continue optimizing your life. Why renting will make you rich by Firecracker of Millennial-Revolution.com Rent is throwing your money away. You'd be stupid not to buy a house. Buying a house is the only way to secure your future. These are all phrases I'm sure we've heard over and over again, from our parents, from our friends, from our coworkers. When I told my mother I'm financially independent and don't ever need to work again, her response was, so what? You don't even have a house. Boomers just can't stop selling the idea that buying a house is the only worthy life goal and anyone who rents is a loser. So who created this illusion? Banks? Real estate agents? Boomers? After all, they're the ones who stand to make a killing from all this. With interest rates laughably low and housing prices absurdly high, how can they possibly not win? But houses are not the cash cows that they've led us to believe, and here's why I refuse to buy one. Renting lets me have a better career. Do you know what happens when you buy a house? You get stuck in the same place for 5 to 15 years. Why? Because you incur real estate agent costs, staging, maintenance costs, and lawyer fees every time you sell. Additionally, for the first few years, your money is going towards interest and not towards building house equity. House owners are more likely to stay put, even if there are better jobs elsewhere. This is exactly what happened during the 2008 financial crisis. Job vacancies existed at the same time as rampant unemployment. Why? Because the people who had the skills to fill those positions were stuck on the other side of the country. They settled for lower paying jobs in their area, tied down by their houses. In contrast, renting lets you chase your dream job, as well as turbocharge your career. At my last job, I could take on high reward, high risk projects because I didn't have a mortgage. If I failed and got fired, I wouldn't sweat the finances. And as a result, I took on projects that were too risky for my house-owning peers and got two promotions in four years while they had to slave away on safe projects without a raise in six years. That job eventually got so bad, I had to be on anxiety meds. But once again, my decision to rent instead of buy saved me. Since I invested the money that would have gone to a giant mortgage, insurance and maintenance, I generated enough passive income to cover my expenses forever. So I never had to work again. And when I left, I got to do work I love with less pay. I'm an author entrepreneur because I didn't have to worry about housing costs. If I had dumped all my cash into a house like my mother wanted, I would still be stuck at the same hateful job, stressing about getting laid off while being my boss's. Now I wake up at 7 a.m. without an alarm because I'm too excited to start my day. Renting gives me maximum flexibility. Okay, by a show of hands, who loves shoveling mountains of snow, cleaning leaves out of the eaves trough, and fixing leaky drainage pipes? Anyone? Anyone? I thought so. I mean, who wants to do all these things when you can travel, build your dreams, or spend time with your friends and family instead? When you own a house, that's what you'll be doing all the time. And with all the extra costs like property taxes, lawyer fees, house maintenance, house insurance, land transfer taxes, etc., 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 Forget about impromptu vacations or fun outings with friends. All your money goes towards feeding your insatiable house. And if you can't afford to buy a house close to work, you'll be forced to spend most of your time stuck in traffic. And because you had to buy a car, that means even more unexpected costs. Car payments, car maintenance, gas, and insurance. Causing your bank balance to shrink and your health to decline. Because I rented, I found a place within walking distance to work for a steal. It was easier than finding a house because there were a lot more affordable rental units than properties for sale. My rent was also fixed, so I knew exactly what to expect every month. Even with rents rising due to inflation, it couldn't go up more than 2% per year. I never had to worry about unexpected $15,000 water damage bills or $5,000 window replacements. And as a result of the extra time and flexibility, I could travel whenever I wanted, work on my own projects, and stay fit. Renting lets me diversify my investments. If I asked you to bet all your money on one stock, would you do it, knowing that a certain company called Nortel once existed? So why would you put your life savings into one asset like a house? Now, before you freak out and tell me that you can at least live in that investment and you can't live inside stocks, consider this. Once you become FI, your balanced portfolio generates dividends free money that corporations pay you as a shareholder of that company. Without having to sell any assets, you get paid free money that you can use to pay rent. You can even access this money right away, unlike the house equity that you can't touch until decades down the road. And that's only if you sell. And lots of people don't. And of those who do, most just end up buying even more expensive houses. You are renting a place for free. Let me repeat that. You are renting for free. Your stocks are generating free rent while growing in value. So not only are you not throwing money away on rent, you can flexibly move whenever you want without incurring extra costs like lawyer fees, real estate agent fees, et cetera. And you don't have to lift a finger to do any maintenance. And because your investments are well diversified via bonds, stocks, preferred shares, et cetera, you don't fall into the trap of having all your money locked in one asset whose price you can't control. So what have we learned from all this? Renting is not throwing your money away. And buying a house comes with way more hitting costs than you think. Costs like a fulfilling career, time and flexibility to do what you love and wealth diversification. Our parents made out like bandits on housing, but they never stopped to consider the lucky factors that contributed to their success. Reasonable housing prices, falling interest rates, a low cost to earnings ratio, factors that are no longer realities in our world today. So let's stop blindly following our parents' advice and start making our own choices. Let's ditch the house, build our wealth, invest it, and live the life we've always dreamed of. You just listened to the post titled, Why Renting Will Make You Rich by Firecracker of millennial-revolution.com. And a big thank you to Netgear, Tis the season to upgrade your Wi Fi. When you're connected to your world by Wi Fi, be sure it's the best. Orbi Wi Fi 6 from Netgear is the gift that keeps on giving. It covers your entire home with the fastest Wi Fi so you can stream your favorite shows and movies, video chat with family far away, and work and learn from home on more devices than ever before in any part of the house. It's Wi Fi worth celebrating. Don't miss this holiday season's exclusive offers on the best Wi Fi ever. Find out what makes Netgear America's number one choice for Wi-Fi at netgear.com slash best fi That's netgear.com slash best fi And I have that linked in this episode's description. Okay, so Firecracker made some compelling points here. I'm reminded of this interesting article in the New York Times I saw recently that stated that the top 10% of the wealthiest households own nearly 90% of the stocks in America while those in the bottom 90% own little more than half of all the real estate in America. Thought that was interesting. However, I'm not sure that all these points apply to everyone. It's mentioned that housing prices are ridiculously high, but I found that's not the case here in Cincinnati. I was able to buy a house well below my means at just 150 grand. I also don't feel stuck here. If I decided to move, I'd likely rent out this house, and I definitely assessed the rentability of this place before I bought it. I rented for over 10 years in New York City, and it was typical for my rent to rise $100 or more every year. Pair that with landlords who weren't responsive to repairs or didn't take care of their properties, I got a bit burnt out on renting. I also found it difficult to rent with a dog, and my 80-pound lab shepherd mix named Buddy is pretty much the love of my life. Owning a home is such a personal choice, but when you fuel that choice by analyzing the numbers and evaluating your unique circumstances, you're sure to make the best choice for you. And that'll do it for today. Have a happy rest of your day, and I'll see you on the Thursday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.